about how the world fits together. And, um, and of course, it's also been one of the places that drove data collection. So although I've been attributing some of this scientific method to Galileo, it's certainly uh, fair to, to talk about the ancient Greeks who collected an awful lot of astronomical data. When you're thinking about astronomy, it's a realm of knowledge which is primitive, it's sort of deeply human to wonder about these things, and it can be very sophisticated and abstract. So it's accessible to everybody. I think almost anybody can get curious by looking at the night sky. And, uh, and in this sense, it's also very empowering. Right? When you have solved a, a primal mystery, you, you can't feel anything but this enormous satisfaction about having conquered some, some deep question about the way the world works. And you can also see how touchy this would be in a world in the late 1500s in which the church dominates certain aspects of your freedom of thought. So, for instance, to claim that the earth goes around the sun is not just another idea that you can debate and argue about because it's a heretical idea. Um, and so this search for truth um, is one where... Astronomy really plays this huge role. And I, I should apologize right now for my Eurocentric bias. Uh, maybe I should have apologized earlier. Um, this is part of being a physicist trained in the United States. There was a lot of astronomy developed in other parts of the world, lots of physics developed in other cultures. And uh, really this course is going to focus on classical physics, which is by and large a European invention. And, uh, and so I can merely apologize for all the wonderful stories and ingredients uh, that I'm unaware of. If you go back to the Greek natural philosophers, they were making big progress in astronomy. Okay, this is one place where they really had gone a long way towards an almost modern scientific method. What is the structure of the universe that we live in? For instance, you ask the question, is the Earth flat or is the Earth a big ball? Right, today, we all know the answer. Everybody knows the answer, and, and it's just it's, it's a bizarre question. It's embarrassing uh, to ask that question, but it shouldn't be. Right? How do you know? How do you know that the Earth is round? And don't tell me because I heard it when I was in elementary school. How would you prove to a skeptical friend that the Earth is not a big pancake or something? Some people think that Columbus discovered that the Earth is round, but that's preposterous. The Greeks not only knew that the Earth was round 2,000 years earlier, but they knew how big it was. Eratosthenes in ancient Greece came up with a very simple little experiment. And I'm not going to go through the details of that experiment, but... What I would do is encourage you, after class today, to think about how you, by yourself, with just primitive technology, you're not allowed to use cell phones or GPS or any modern technology, how would you figure out how big the Earth is? And uh, it's a lovely puzzle. And if you want to know the answer to that puzzle, just about any introductory physics or astronomy textbook will go through the details. And I've got some uh, references, um, which I can point you to um, as associated with this class um, if you want to find the answer. But puzzle over it a little bit. Okay? Think about 2,000-year-old technology that measures the size of the Earth. I'm going to argue that if you want to do such a measurement, you already have to begin with a worldview. To believe that the Earth is a ball and maybe think about how far away the sun is 
and how the sun rays come towards the Earth. So that's a clue about how you might go about doing such an experiment. Once you've got this idea in your head, the measurement isn't so difficult. So that's one question. Here's another question. Is the Earth at the center of the solar system? Or is the sun at the center? Or is something else going on? And again, ancient Greek question, and it was answered by many different philosophers in many different ways. Aristarchus was the one who postulated that, indeed, it's heliocentric, helios for the sun. And uh, that was an interesting idea. It was a philosophical idea at that time, not an experimental question. And people, people argued vehemently that this is obviously wrong. Because if the sun is at the center, then the Earth would have to be going around it and spinning in order to make sense of day and night. And, and this is crazy, right? Because if you're standing on planet Earth and it's spinning...